0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, portion of the amazing program is brought to you by Parkinson's Pullman Electrical two-time winner of the Better
1: Business Bureau's Ethics Award. An hour from now uh, we'll have midterm mayhem. Mayhem. It is the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election every day at 4.05. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer will uh, join us. We'll talk about uh, politicians using religion to get votes. So stick around for that. It's an hour away. Okay. Um, this story is insane. So I'm just going to say it. She killed her rapist, and now she is being put in jail, or at least punished. So let me repeat that. This woman was raped, but now she's got to pay $150,000 restitution to the man's family. She was initially charged with first-degree murder. So let's find out how this happened. Because if someone rapes you, and then you killed that person... How do you, the victim, why are you punished? All right, here's the story. She was a teenager, and it seems that uh, her name is Piper. And she was a runaway, 14, 15 years old. She was trying to escape an abusive life with her adopted mother. Yeah. So this is someone who is, like, sleeping in the hallways of an apartment building and... Uh, All of a sudden, you know, she does get away.
0: And out of the kindness of a heart, some people, too. Oh, there's a young girl there. Yeah, I should probably help her. Mm -hmm. And we know how this starts to go.
1: It starts to go that they really kidnap her and force her into trafficking. Yep. Okay, so they traffic this woman. And really, it's a girl. Yeah, she's 15 at the time. Yeah. All right. So her life is not good. She's got a bad home life. She tries to get away from it. She does and runs into a 28-year-old man who took her in before forcibly trafficking her to other men for sex. Okay? Now... What a pig. It's disgusting. So this guy, right, abuses her often. Often. Multiple times. Okay. So... The last time he decides that he's going to have his way with her, it happens. She's raped. And then she stabs him 30 times. Now, here here is why she is in trouble, okay? The rapist was asleep at the time he was stabbed. Yeah.
0: And they've acknowledged, by the way... The the prosecutor, they yes, he was a he was human trafficking. Right. He was a rapist, he yep. was a molester. Yeah. They acknowledge this, but he was sleeping.
1: Right. So what they say is the rapist was sleeping at the time and he was stabbed, and it was not an immediate danger to the woman. Because when he's awake, he, he's raping McRaperson. And he's beating her. Yeah. And her life is in danger. But he decided to take a nap after he did what he did. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to kill the guy. Every uh, right to at that right. point. Sorry. So here's the deal. Um, she was sentenced in an Iowa court, five years of closely supervised probation in order to pay $150,000 to the rapist's family. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's the the, 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 the she was originally charged with murder. First degree. And, you know, first degree, which carried, uh, you know, a lot of time. Uh, I think she could have done 20 years because I think they were still trying her as a, as a youth. Yeah. Uh, that being said, five years, like if she gets a jaywalking ticket, they could put her straight to jail. That's insane. But the fact that you find her $150,000 to the family for a guy who human trafficked you because you killed him while he was sleeping. Because I want to get this right. He's awake and raping me. I stab him. And you guys are good with that. Yes. He's asleep after he's raped me, and I decide I've had enough. Well, I've gone too far.
1: Okay.
2: Piper Lewis pleaded guilty to killing 37-year-old Zachary Brooks.
1: And under it, you're going to hear, like, this is a TV story, so under it, they're playing some of the stuff from the court, so you're going to kind of hear something in the background. Just wanted to let you know. Who she
2: says raped her several times while she was a victim of human trafficking. She was sentenced yesterday to five years probation and ordered to pay the mandatory $150,000 in restitution to Brooks' family. Louis' former teacher started a GoFundMe last night to help the teen pay the family.
1: How about that? you got to start a GoFundMe for a victim.
2: As of this morning the fundraiser has $170,000. The organizer says the extra funds will be given to Lewis to quote explore ways to help other young victims of sex crimes.
1: Uh, the trafficking issue in in this country and worldwide is disgusting. Yeah. It is absolutely repulsive. And the fact that this when she was, you know, she's still a girl, um you know She's was, a child. Yeah, she was trafficked. She was raped, she was abused, and the one time that she tried really to get out uh she's she's the one that goes up in front of the court, and it's her fault and I'm looking at Becky Lynn just like ugh. well
2: i'm I'm not a lawyer here. No. I think you might have to it's probably got to do with uh proof, and did she tell it had she reported the man? no, probably no. not, no, she's too scared, so yeah, of course, yeah, but it's one of those things where if she killed him while he was asleep, it's a he said well he couldn't say, but the rest of his family could say versus she said and who knows And but- I think the big thing
0: too though is the court admitted that yeah, he was the things that you said he was right And the fact that you went on, if I'm the family of that guy, I'm like, no, we're not we don't want any money. this is this is a sham. If our son did that, I don't want anything from you. yeah he got what he deserved.
1: All right, I hate to say this, but is are the courts right? The court's probably right. So, I Based mean, legally, on the law? right? Legally, legally it, and it's disgusting. But it's hor- right? It's horrible. Right? Right. So, was she being attacked at the point where she decided to kill the guy? The answer is no. So, in the in the in the courts, in in what the law sees, she's a murderer. Yeah.
2: If she had killed him while he was raping her, there then would be would evidence. there would be fine. Yes. There would be evidence. She yeah.
1: she would she would not go to jail. Exactly. It, but yes. she, well, they wouldn't even brought charges. Why well, do you go get a knife while you're getting raped? You can't, can't do can't. it.
0: And being passed around from people and made to have mm-hmm. sex with his friends mm-hmm. and all of these things. Now, was there more to the story? Probably. But the reality is they've admitted in court that, yes... This guy did do these things but the law is the law and we have those law for a reason. It didn't work for her. It didn't work for her but you know part of that is like Becky said did she inform anybody could she get out was she being held
2: there? She probably 24/7? was. She was being probably. held and there was no one to tell. Yeah. So you know? she was she was trapped and what was she going to do?
1: Imagine uh, a teenager being that scared and that abused and that traumatized it's horrible you you don't know how to get out no
2: you don't know how to get out
0: and you're 15 and you've seen way too much in life at 15 that people at 40 shouldn't see
2: my guess is to the family that's getting this money probably knew this kind of stuff was going on i don't think they were surprised by they may have been because girls who get in these kinds of situations it's not like they can just walk out the door they're watched they're they're held
0: yeah And, and and i also go back to like did her mom know where you know she was because I know they had bad issues mm-hmm. right. and that's why she ran away. Was she gone for so long? She had no idea any of these things were going on. Uh, and again, was she being held? Was it like one of those things like in Cleveland? Remember when a guy held those people oh. for years?
2: Oh my gosh. Remember that? Yes. And one was of them ran that, out of the
0: house. You know, oh. Or was, it, was she going out during the day and they're asking the question, hey, you were exiting during the day. You had ample opportunity to escape. A lot of
2: times I don't think those girls are allowed to go out alone. Yeah. They you always know? have a handler that goes out with so them. So when
1: she was in court prosecutors took issue with her calling herself a victim Um, they said she failed to take responsibility for stabbing this guy and and I quote leaving his kids without a father I'm just gonna say it those kids are better off without that guy yeah
0: that's your dad you're better off yeah all
1: right coming up next why have gas prices the valley jumped 16 cents in the last week I thought we were over this thing yeah. I thought we were back to, like, I, under 4 It has jumped now. It's gone back over
2: $4 in
0: my
1: right. little Valley of the Dirt, people. All right. We'll tell you why coming up next, the Gatos and Chad Show.
2: The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers.
1: All right. Head over to KTAR.com, right side of the page. There's my gorgeous face. It's the Gatos. Right. Oh, there Big you chat. are. I was looking at Mark Kelly. I'm like, what? No. I see uh, we've got uh, we've got Carrie Lake on the front page. We've got Mark Kelly on the front page. And then I'm also on the there front you page. Are. So uh, here's my cue. President Biden threw a party at the White House. Uh, he did that yesterday. Remember, we talked about it. He wanted to celebrate how he has solved America's inflation problems. Goodness gracious. Is he out of touch? A. No, it was a wonderful celebration. B. Yes, inflation in Phoenix climbed to 13 percent. And see, yes, James Taylor was the uh, musical guest. Nobody wants to hear that old guy sing. Nobody does. Uh, The number one answer, uh, everybody, is yes, inflation in Phoenix climbed to 13%. It really is incredible. We had the president throw this party. We had the mayor of Phoenix go to this party. Her own city um, is at thirteen percent inflation, uh. not eight like everybody else in the country. Thirteen, and she's over there, you know, rubbing elbows with the president, saying how great how great he is. And her city is just crapping the bed, man. That is crapping the bed. That's it the is best. It is. <laughs> it's what it's
0: going on. It is Amber hurting it, and it is not a good situation.
1: All right. So uh it was crazy yesterday to actually watch this, you know, go down. Um we're gonna get into it a little bit later with you know, if it well with 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 inflation what are we doing now? With inflation going up, yeah. Um we look at gas prices in Phoenix. So inflation thirteen percent. Gas prices in Phoenix, they've gone up sixteen cents in a week. Yeah. Now wait a minute. We went under four dollars a gallon. Yep. Um Gas prices are now four eighteen a gallon. Mm-hmm. So a week or two ago, we were under the $4 a gallon. Now we're over it again. Yeah. What happened?
0: Well, we live in the West, which is always, as we all know, an uh, issue because we have a lot of things that go on in the West. Uh, you know, California being one of them but they're getting ready to Oh, we gotta get to our special blend.
1: Special blend to make sure
0: the owls and the wee willy winky worms and the smelts don't die. Oh. And then we have no uh we have no, you know transportation like they do in the south and the northeast and stuff, which is, you know, you have those
3: pipelines, makes things a lot easier.
1: Yep. Prices for gas getting higher
3: i spoke to a lot of different drivers and they're frustrated that prices keep going up in fact they tell me it's having a ripple effect throughout their lives
1: all right so like what less money in your pocket yeah right plus you had the the heat did not help either no sounds like a slurpee is somebody drinking that
2: it's been a struggle for a while you know i just try to I, eat, I have the grocery rewards, so I use that when I
3: can. New numbers from the feds show a dip in gas prices, but in Arizona, the cost of fuel has been going up. In Phoenix, drivers are paying about a dollar more per gallon than a year ago.
1: All right, so a dollar more than a year ago. Well,
2: it's super expensive to fill up my gas tank.
1: It's like super expensive. <laughs> so, breaks
2: smart every time I come.
3: According to AAA, in the last week, the national average has dropped 7 cents a gallon. But in Phoenix, drivers are paying 16 cents more. The reason for the spike is because of refinery issues.
1: What, what, what do we got with the refineries? What's wrong with the refineries? Why do we have issues?
3: Some drivers tell me they need the vehicle they have. Others have switched to something more fuel efficient. Yeah,
1: A bicycle. Why not? Temperatures are going down. Let's get on that bike, baby. It was uh, something where I was getting like 22 to the gallon, and now I'm getting kind of more like this one's 55. So. Maybe if that guy stopped spending money on pot, he could put it in his Dude, gas man, tank. man, that's
0: not fair, bro. But I went hybrid.
1: The problem is with kids and their bikes, and
3: they want to throw the bikes in the back of the car. Oh, the bikes in the back of the car was right.
0: So you throw in the bikes and uh, 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 I my, why am I putting a bike that should be saving my money that I can ride in right. the back of a car That's and a then driving point. it somewhere?
3: They've got their sports equipment, uh, backpacks and everything just makes, you know, for you need it, a little bit bigger vehicle. Drivers say they'd like to see the government take some kind of action to help lower prices. However, let's send everybody money again.
1: Oh, maybe not.
3: The Treasury Department has warned things could get worse heading into the winter.
1: All right. So what we've learned, uh What? An hour and a half into the show. Yes. That gas prices in Phoenix are up 16 cents since last week. That is correct. Inflation in Phoenix isn't 8% like the rest of the country. In Phoenix, it's 13%. That is correct. And what we also learned last hour is you might have to start buying your Christmas presents in early October. Because we're going to have all the trains nationwide shut down. And 40% of the stuff that we get, the goods... Comes from the the rail. You're getting it now. Not light rail. Not light rail. But the re- other rail. Which the- cost us a trillion dollars to go eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Let's build eight feet of light rail in Phoenix and pay a trillion dollars.
0: And ruin everybody who happens to live here and work here and their That's life. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks All so right. much. <laughs> light rail. Uh, it is... The frustration of where we're going with gas, the frustration of understanding that, uh, hey, this war isn't over anytime soon, and we're still lucky that China's in the middle of their weird
1: COVID thing. Oh, God! Uh,
0: so that is something oh,
1: that is helping. And I forgot, the Dow was down 1,260-something points yesterday. Man. Yesterday.
0: That is insane. Uh, you know what I would do? I right. would celebrate. How would you do it, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, no, don't do Old it. Old guy.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't seem <laughs> oh, oh. oh. oh that was the musical. I don't know what you want to call it. That was Biden Fest. That was Biden Fest 2022. Yeah. Yesterday at the that White was House, the celebration of him beating inflation with uh, James uh, Taylor, who I thought was dead, still alive. Coming up next, we've got holding up the headlines.
0: Holding them up. Look right at you, Becky.
1: We're going to hold these things up. Becky Lynn has the 3:30 newscast. We're going to interrupt and react to the day's top stories arizona's news station news station ktar on air 923 fm online at ktar.com and streaming live on the ktar news app your breaking news and traffic now all it's it's 3.30 and you know what time that is. 3.30. You know what that means. It's time to hold up the headlines. We're going to do so with Becky Lynn right now. Your first headline.
2: Here's the top story. It seems that nearly every week another Arizona school's on lockdown after a gun has been brought to school. But new data suggests this trend is not a new thing. KTAR's Taylor Tassler is live in the news center with more on the numbers. Yeah, Becky, the Arizona Youth Survey asked more than 50,000 Arizona students how many times they brought a gun to school in the past. Year.
1: This current year, about 0.8%
0: indicated that they had taken a handgun to school. So that is actually a little higher
1: than what we've seen over the past two implementations. So it was 0.7 in 2018 and 0.6 in 2020.
2: Andrew LaFever, the executive director of the Arizona Criminal Justice Commission, adds the amount of kids that said it would be easy to get a handgun went down from 20 percent to 17. Reporting live in the News Center, Taylor Tassler, K T E R News.
1: Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Right, let's let's get get this straight. Let me get this straight. They asked kids, 50,000 Arizona kids, if they ever took a gun to school. Why would yeah. anyone ever tell the truth?
2: Well, who did? it's almost.
1: You think a couple did, but do you think you think how, they really, how real was it? Are that's you just? Not real. Are you just?
0: Well, even if it, let's say you cut it in half, that is a lot of guns coming on campus. Yeah.
1: I just think most kids said, "Of course not." I did never did that. So what's the real number? So you think the numbers higher? Than the number actually. is higher. Do you? Do you guys think it's higher? Uh, kids are going to lie. I don't know. You-
2: I was I was kind of surprised. I, just, I was surprised wow, too. People kids like yeah, you know like that many taking guns. a gun. To I know, I- but
1: I'm just thinking it's got to be higher. Because everybody lies.
0: No, I, I, here, I don't think it's higher, but I might. It, I think people lie on the, yeah, I brought a gun to school more than, and they really didn't.
2: Oh, so you think it might be lower.
0: Yeah, but I still think it's ridiculously high that, you know, that amount. Like, even if you cut it in half, it's still a lot of guns coming to a school when we worry about guns coming to schools. Holding up the headlines. I'm in this role today is because of my experience uh, working with the Department of Justice and consent decrees.
2: In an exclusive interview, KTAR's Mike Broomhead sat down with the city of Phoenix. Phoenix's new interim police chief, who's hopeful to guide the department through its federal investigation. KTAR's Taylor Kinnerup joins us live with more. Interim Chief Michael Sullivan is no stranger to the strain of a Department of Justice investigation.
0: The first two years that I was in Baltimore, that I actually ran operations.
2: Sullivan was with the Baltimore Police Department while it was being investigated and helped to implement reform policy after the investigation ended, which is why he thinks he was picked for the job.
0: I look forward to working with the team to making sure that we're, regardless of what the Department of Justice finds in their investigation, that we're in a good position to continue the reforms.
2: Live in the News Center, Taylor Kinnerup, KTAR News. I
1: think one of the things that he's going to have to deal with is uh, the cops are getting shot at more and more. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you stop that. Uh, I know that they're trying to take some guns off the street, and they say but that apparently it's working. they're on schools. Well, that too. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to stop that. I, I feel like the problem could get worse.
0: I think morale is the first place you start, making sure mm. you keep some of these uh, these guys and gals that are here while recruiting new ones and building up a force. Well, remember the that
1: they, they gave more money to recruits, like yeah. $20,000 more. So that'll bring more cops hopefully in to hopefully, Phoenix. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. We're holding up the headlines.
2: NBA Commissioner Adam Silver spoke today in the wake of the one-year suspension and fine for Suns owner Robert Sarver.
3: I was in disbelief to a certain extent about what I learned that had transpired over the last 18 years.
2: And he defends the punishment that was handed down to Sarver in the wake of allegations of racism, sexism, and bullying in the
3: workplace. While there were these terrible things, there were also many, many people who had very positive things to say about him. Ultimately, I took all of that into account. Silver adds
2: he Yes, context, the public doesn't, and that there have been no conversations about removing Sarver as owner.
0: Oh, there was conversations, and those conversations were quietly to other owners, and they said no, mm. and that's it. Remember, uh, Silver, you work for us. So, don't forget that. Well, you're the face and you going to go to, you still work for us.
1: You're saying he works for the owners.
0: Yes, and so he's
1: I, an apologist for what Sarver did. Well, that's a, what I heard yeah, today. Well, I
0: mean, they apologize for a lot of it. That's that's right. what he ends up doing. I mean, and uh, so well,
1: I don't or think he's going to be a commissioner and you do the right thing, you know, and well, not let him off so easily.
0: But if it happened 16, 17, 18 years ago, that's the one thing we don't have the context. If this happened 18 years ago and there hasn't been anything really reported in 10, 15 years and nobody really said anything, then, you know, okay, maybe he has learned a
1: lesson. We're holding up the headlines.
2: The counties surrounding Phoenix and Tucson ranked at the top five in the country for the most dangerous for bicyclists oh. from 2011 to 2020. Sergeant Jason McClymans with Chandler PD says his department is trying to address that.
3: The Chandler Police Department traffic section and bike unit will be conducting a citywide pedestrian and bicyclist Education and Enforcement Campaign.
2: He says drivers who are pulled over may get verbal or written warnings or even tickets. The campaign ends September 23rd.
1: Yeah, you can't walk around Phoenix. No. <laughs> if, you're, no. if you're walking around Phoenix, you're going to get hit by a car. Because yeah. yes. we don't pay attention. And we what are we, number one? We're number one in pedestrians plus, getting plus, hit?
0: You know, I'll say this. I come from California. They're always making bike lanes for everybody. I'll see bike lanes in a lot of places around here.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, you need to downtown Tempe. I mean, downtown. Yeah, downtown yeah, Tempe. And a few has places, them, but a lot and of places. Phoenix put in some. Well, it's,
1: Chad, they don't have roads where you live. No, they don't. No.
2: Well, that yeah, <laughs> that's true. I have
0: to take a different road to get to my house <laughs> yeah. than when I leave my house.
1: Yeah, you have a dirt. dirt. Exactly, you have a dirt, a dirt road. The bike you take better have a. <laughs> 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 well, no and wonder then, you don't see a bike lane. You don't even have. You don't even have asphalt I don't know other there. places. We're holding up the headlines.
2: A new effort to free Phoenix Mercury star Brittany Griner. And another jailed American who are
1: in Russia. Former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Bill Richardson, on a quiet visit to Russia, working to secure the releases of WNBA star Brittany Greiner and another jailed American, Paul Whelan. Richardson was in Moscow this week and held meetings with Russian leaders, but no details have been made public. Griner was sentenced last month to nine years in prison on a drug possession conviction in Russia, and Whelan is serving 16 years on spy-related charges. The Biden administration says both have been wrongfully detained and have offered a prisoner swap. That so far hasn't happened, Derek Dennis, ABC News. Thank goodness. Yeah, I mean that's not
0: yeah. not about going out and getting her because you broke the law in somebody else's country. Yeah, if they came here and broke our law, would we be like we should just send her home? Because they broke a law, and because they're a basketball WNBA player. the No, sorry, you broke a law in somebody else's country.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see her come home. I can't imagine what she's going through, but you can't bring the stuff that you brought to Russia because you're going to get arrested. Here's the thing. Bill Richardson is a former governor, former U.S. Uh, ambassador. Yeah, right? he's
0: really good at this kind of so stuff. So he
1: might be able to get her out.
0: Better not swap for a Bad people. Well, don't who's, give the, one up her. who's well, the, the one guy? Who's uh, the one guy? Boot, which is the merchant of
1: death. Yeah, and he's he's like he can Arms get dealer. Ar- right. He's Bad. a very dangerous man that we have that they want back. Yeah, I but here's like the thing. thing: why haven't they? Why haven't they? Why hasn't Russia said, "All right, let's do it"? What's the hold up? Because it it makes us look bad is the way it looks right now. That's it. Holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads her newscast and uh, we sit here and interrupt it and react to the day's top stories. We call it holding up the headlines. All right, up next, thanks to Arizona, is Washington, D.C. becoming a border state? Oh. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News 92.3 FM.
2: Serious news. Seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad show.
1: We got 54 days until we go vote. 54 days. And at 405 every day we bring you midterm mayhem. Mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. All of those things. Yes. Former Arizona governor Jan Brewer will join us. She's our election insider. Going to talk about uh religion and how she get along with Jesus use, and using it uh to get people to vote for you. Yeah, all right. So Stay tuned for that. About uh, thirteen minutes away. All right. So, uh, Governor Doug Ducey, he was out. Uh, I guess you know he's the like the president of the. the he's like the head. He's, of the, the, he's the head of the association. governor's right. association.
0: Right. Oh, okay. because okay. nobody wants the gig,
1: right? I guess not. So this like, looks good on a resume. Well, he said this about the border
0: because we can't get a phone call back from Secretary Mayorkas.
1: So he's being asked, "Why are you sending Probably and crossing?" migrants to Chicago, New York.
0: Because we can't get a phone call back from Secretary Mayorkas, because we can't
2: get President Biden or Vice President Harris to come visit the border, we've brought the border to them.
1: It's a pretty good line. It is. It's a pretty good line. And I, you know, for Ducey, he probably went in with the line, which is smart, because it came off, it came off like, you know what? This is uh, this should not just be our problem. No, I I, should be everyone's problem. But it's not everybody's problem. No, no.
0: And and I I will admit, I think we all laughed at it at first when Abbott started doing it. Then Ducey got involved and we thought, my God, this is just. But you know what? It's a gimmick. But it has made them so uncomfortable, which has made me smile. The people in New York, Chicago, DC, Mario Bowser, the the you know the DC Bears, like we got to call in the National Guard, and and Lori Lightfoot's like we're we're in sanctuary City. Anybody could come here, and the minute they get there, they're like we're shipping them off.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chicago is putting them in another
0: bus. Yeah. And did you hear the baloney of what they said? Well, the reason we did that is because they had the right amount of hotel beds over there. You're in Chicago. You have like 80,000 hotel (laughs) beds. There's 50 people. You couldn't find 50 beds.
1: They don't want them there. No. They don't want them there in Chicago.
0: As long as it sounds good to say, I'm fighting climate change or I'm all for, for the homeless or illegal immigration should be allowed to happen until it's at your doorstep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let me play the Ducey clip again, because it is, a, it is a good bite. Because we can't get a phone call back from Secretary Mayorkas. All right. Is that true? Oh, yeah. I think it's true. Remember, Mayorkas went out to Yuma, met with the mayor of Yuma, but didn't invite Governor Deucey. OK, so right there, he's he's right.
2: Because we can't get President Biden or Vice President Harris to come visit the border.
1: OK, that's true, that's too. That's true. All right. We've brought the border to them. All right. I'm, I'm with you, Chad. I thought it was... Um, I thought it was silly. I think a lot of people thought it was silly. Yeah, it's definitely still a stunt. Uh, What I don't like is using people, you know, as a pawn. No. Um, But what Ducey said is, hey, everybody that gets on that bus. They're asked. Questions. Do you want to go? I hope that's the case that they they say, yes, we went there because we wanted to go there. Um, But it's worked out for them. Most of them, the vast majority of
0: them. Within 24 to 48 hours have moved on to somewhere else. Either their their family members picked them up or yeah. they've figured out a way to get to where their family members are. And, like, you may be going to the Northeast anyways. So, hey, hey, we're going to get a free trip to D.C. Let's go see the White House. Yeah. Let's go thank Biden. Hey, James Taylor's playing. Oh, you know I love gosh. James Taylor.
1: Terrible. Yes. Terrible. All that right. feels terrible. Um. So, from what I also understand, there are a bunch of sheriffs that are going to hold like a, um, some sort of meeting around the country. Okay.
2: In Cochise County, Sheriff Mark Daniels hosting the Southwest Border Sheriff's Conference, a way to gather sheriffs from across all 50 states to share the issues they face every day.
0: This is not Cochise County's problem. This is not the state of Arizona problem. This is America's problem. American.
1: All right, let me stop it there. It's really not. I mean, it's our problem. Because the government has made it just our problem. Yeah, it's also California's problem. It's also Texas' problem. And but you know, yes, we're sending some some of these migrants out Such to New a York small, and Chicago. But yeah, small. It's our, it, uh, yeah, don't even. It's, it's yeah, it, it, it is should not, be America's problem. Absolutely.
0: And the challenges don't stop here in Cochise County. They don't stop in Iowa. But together, collectively, if we share each other, we have a strong voice to change. Uh, how we
1: police in this country. Not with this president. Yeah.
0: And by the way, you're a cop. You can't do anything. Federally, you have
1: no right. role in any of yeah. this. And if, if there's a sitting president that absolutely wants to do nothing at the border... Well, that's okay, because yeah. he's, he's like, hey, Kamala, uh, why don't you stutter your way through
0: something, talk in a circle, and then not answer any question, and then when you do, lie.
1: Well, you didn't expect her to do anything on the border? No. No, neither did I. She couldn't find the border if she was on it. But she was from California. Still can't yeah. find it. Nope. Okay. Nope. Midterm mayhem is next. Is Carrie Lake using religion to get votes? Stick around.